Welcome back to another episode of Her Daily Drive, a podcast series designed to inspire women to find their daily drive in Jesus. Hear a range of testimonies and conversations with women of all ages about their journey, the struggles and the triumphs. I'm your host, Sarah, and I hope today's episode encourages you. Let's get started. Today we're speaking to Amelia. She's a university student studying occupational therapy. Fun fact, she's also the youngest interviewee on HCD so far. And I've always loved and admired her dedication to God at such a young age. Her life inspires me and I hope her story can encourage us all. So Amelia, a big welcome to HCD. Hi. To help us get to know you a bit better, what are three go-to essentials that you have been loving lately? Probably lip balm because it's really cold and my lips get cracked. Jeans, so then I don't have to shave my legs. <laughs> Probably doofus and deforestation. But you start to realize how like annoying it is to shave your legs. Yes, you're like, oh, it's, it's been such so a pain. <laughs> you're like, I never have to worry about it. I just put on pants. Yep. Yeah, best thing. <laughs> and probably uni because I have to go there, but it's good. <laughs> Amelia, can you tell us a bit about your journey so far? I am the youngest in my family and the only girl, which was great growing up with two big brothers, so a lot of fun. My family and I have gone to church and I remember welcoming Jesus into my heart when I was seven, but it took me a little while to actually understand what that meant. When I was 11, my family decided to move to the Gold Coast as my dad got a job here. It was possibly the best move and through that, I was privileged to attend a great Christian school where I was free to be a Christian, something I had never experienced before. I got to attend an awesome church that deepened my faith as I learned what it meant to live my life for Jesus. I've always tried to work hard, but it has meant that I'm a bit of a perfectionist, actually a lot of perfectionist, and I have been called a goody two-shoes at times. I hate getting in trouble and I don't like disappointing people at all, so I have often always made sure that I'm seeing to do the right thing. But sometimes the expectations I've placed on myself, I've put on others too and expected them to behave like I do. Amelia, what topic are you going to share with us today? Today, I'm going to talk about judging others and that we should stop doing it. (laughs) Awesome. Stop judging. Why is it important in today's society for us to realize that we need to stop judging those around us? So I believe that in our world today, there are so many forums that promote comparison and judgment of the people around us. Our world almost encourages us to judge others and elevate ourselves above them. But I think God calls us to something different. Amelia, what experience have you had with judgment? I think we're all aware that we judge the people around us from time to time. For me, however, I didn't have a massive realisation until a summer camp I attended when I was 15. We had spent the weekend talking about the prodigal son in Luke 15, verse 11 to 32. Jesus (laughs) shares this parable of a younger brother who leaves his family to go off and live wildly. But when he returns, his father embraces him and forgives him of his sins. It's a beautiful story of the grace that God showers upon us each and every day. There is another character in the story, however, the older brother. He appears to be resentful towards the younger brother, who was welcomed home with celebration, not condemnation. I remember on that final night of camp, there was an altar call after the sermon about the prodigal son, and I recall watching as all these people went up to the front. 
Initially, I thought to myself, you're going up again. Don't you understand that you've already given your heart to God? I was sitting there judging all these people for giving their hearts over to Jesus. Right in that moment, I was struck with this thought. Well, I guess God probably struck me with this thought that I was the older brother in the story. Instead of celebrating that all my brothers and sisters had returned home, I was sulking and missing out on the party. As I mentioned earlier, I've grown up going to church and I have a mum and a dad who fully support my journey in faith. This has led me at times to not show grace to others when they make mistakes mistakes or to take into consideration the full picture of what they have to deal with every day. I guess it's also easy to judge the people around me for their actions as it allows me to forget my own mistakes for a moment. I may compare what they have done with what I've done and think that their sin is bigger than mine but God sees sin as sin no matter how big or small. This was a really hard lesson for me to learn as I realized how much damage my judgment of others had. I'm still learning to catch my thoughts and see the best in others, but I have found that the best way to do this is pressing into Jesus. By learning more about his character, what he did and what he said, I'm learning to first respond with grace as he did. I think Jesus was trying to send some clear statements when he spent his time with what society deemed as sinners. If I want to walk with Jesus, I should do my best to treat people like he did. Through this journey, I've come to recognize the importance of meeting people where they are at in their faith. I've learned not to place my expectations of where I believe they should be. However, this is still something I'm mastering and I don't think I'll ever get it perfect. Another turning point for me that night was learning to be vulnerable with God and others. I can be really hard on myself and I'm learning to stop placing expectations on myself that God never intended me to carry. When I'm kinder to myself, I found that I'm not so critical of others. What is God's perspective on this topic? So I was looking through Bible verses and I didn't realize that God actually has a lot to say about judging others. He often questions us what authority we have to condemn our brothers and he calls us to first look at the state of our own hearts. God wants us to bring life through our thoughts, words and actions, not condemnation. I found this great verse in Galatians 6 verse 2 um, and it says, share each other's burdens and in this way obey the law of Christ. I love this idea of sharing our struggles and challenges with other believers as it suggests that we are all going to face problems but we should help one another out faith isn't a competition about who can be the best it's far from it jesus has shown us that to reveal his kingdom we must first be a people of grace and love that sounds super mushy but i have realized that when the christians around me are strong and feel supported i too become strong Amelia, what bible verses or inspiring stories kind of helped you along that journey of stopping to judge others Yeah, um, I mentioned earlier that before I could show grace to others, I first had to be kind to myself. Something that I've often really struggled with is my thoughts, and I have been filled with so much shame because of them. But I have learned that that's what sin does. It boxes us into a corner where we feel we're the only person who is having trouble with that sort of thing. My thoughts would only be intensified when I judged others, as I knew it was wrong to judge them when I was no better. A verse that I used to constantly pray over myself was this, Search me, Lord, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the path everlasting. Psalm 139 verse 23. This verse constantly reminded me to be vulnerable with God and to open my heart to his inspection so he could grow and challenge me. Before we finish, say, do any final words of encouragement for all our listeners? 
May I first encourage you to start with your thoughts. What are they saying about others and what are they saying about you? I constantly have to keep checkups on my thoughts and keep them in line to make sure they honour God firstly and his perspective on his children. Another thing quickly is that I have spoken a lot about judgement and it might seem that I've put the older brother in a really bad light, but I wanted to say that being the older brother can be really hard. Staying on the straight path takes a lot of energy and the enemy can discourage us, especially when we watch others follow the standards of the world. There is this verse though that reminds me that choosing God's way is always so much better than chasing the world. In Galatians 6 verse 9 it says, let us not become weary in doing good for at the proper time we'll reap a harvest if we do not give up. This verse encourages me that there are great things waiting but I need to be patient and not give up when I become disheartened. I love it, Amelia. Thank you so much for chatting to us today on the podcast. It's great to be encouraged and inspired to just cheer on our brothers and sisters that maybe come back over and over and over again. And even though we've stayed the path, to be just as happy and cheerful for them as we are for our journey. Thank you. Thanks, Sarah. Until next time, I hope you have a wonderful week.